0: that's my dad
1: and that's my kid. We found out a long time ago the family dinner table is a perfect place for a great conversation.
0: Grab a plate and pull up a seat.
1: We keep the sweet tea cold around here. So make yourself comfortable and join us for a dinner table discussion. And here we are back at the dinner table once again. I am Bill the dad. I'm
0: Kaylee the kid.
1: What has your attention? You are staring over my shoulder, and I'm afraid to look.
0: So, okay. We live in North Georgia. We do. Okay. There's a lot of critters out here in North Georgia. And for safety reasons, you guys have lights that turn on and off. Yeah, the security light out there. I just saw the light flash on over your shoulder, and I was trying to see if, is it a deer? Is it a squirrel?
1: Is it a Bigfoot?
0: Is it Sasquatch?
1: Is it a skunk ape?
0: Skunk Cape is in Louisiana. That's not here.
1: Well, they may be visiting for they're the holidays. Non,
0: no, they are non-migratory <laughs> creatures.
1: They may have family here, and they're visiting for Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving. They could
1: be thankful as well.
0: That is what...
1: Tomorrow is.
0: Tomorrow. I yeah. was going to say today, but no, it is tomorrow.
1: Almost. It's it's Thanksgiving Eve, so close, but not quite.
0: Not Thanksgiving Adam. No. Thanksgiving Eve. No.
1: But there will probably be several apple pies consumed, consumed tomorrow.
0: tomorrow. I was going to say, right. not, at, not at our house, but.
1: Not that it says it was an apple in the garden with Adam and Eve. It was a fruit. It was something they should not have eaten. Could
0: have been a pomegranate.
1: Could have been a persimmon.
0: Could have been a kumquat. Uh, <laughs> we watched Holiday Baking Championship last night. And they had Oh, so
1: you're going through kumquats. all of these. Maybe a star fruit.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Maybe a dragon fruit. Who knows? A mango.
1: Mangoes are good.
0: A papaya.
1: So you've got to bring one of each of these to our Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow.
0: No, I'm bringing the turkey.
1: Whatever. (laughs) So we want to go ahead and wish everyone a wonderful Thanksgiving tomorrow. However you choose to or are able to celebrate it, maybe with a large family gathering. Maybe you're working and you just need someone there with you, well, we'll be there. We'll bring the dinner table. Kaylee and I will join you here on the podcast. Just play it again tomorrow, and we'll be right there with you.
0: Listen, if technology could figure out how that I could send you a plate of food through your podcast Mm. listening app, I would send you a plate of food.
1: I've heard someone have the concept of smell a vision
0: No, I want to send you food.
1: So tastigram or something. Yeah,
0: tasteogram. Yeah. Yeah. Something like edible like that. arrangements, but it comes straight through your podcast app.
1: Ooh, we'll have to look into that.
0: That's <clears throat> science that I ain't got time for. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither.
1: <laughs> well again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And this particular Thanksgiving for us, you know, we're pretty traditional in the things that we do, large family gatherings. And this particular year it's gonna be different to say the least. And it's going to be a little more difficult for this family. Um, we lost my dad this year and this is going to be the first family gathering that, you know, he's not physically going to be there. He's in all of our hearts and our minds, memories. We love him dearly and he's going to be missed dearly. And we wanted to dedicate this particular episode to him We started the podcast, actually, the first episode was released on the day of his memorial service, and we did that intentionally as something to honor him. So, love you, Dad. Miss you. The most traditional type thing that I can think of that happens, at least at our family gatherings, and we have a few With both sides of the family, your mom's side, my side, Mm -hmm. now that you have a household of your own and your in-laws and such. But it seems like a real common thing that happens is you're sitting at the table and maybe it's before the meal, after the meal, let's go around the table and everyone say what you're thankful for.
0: That's always where I make my exit. Why? I'm not. that's always where I have a convenient bathroom trip.
1: So you're thankful for the bathroom.
0: I'm thankful for the bathroom at that moment, yes.
1: <laughs> you show it in your actions and not just your words. <laughs> I'm just,
0: I'm going to excuse myself. It's just, it's so awkward. It really, to just sit around and Cousin Bob's talking about the stock market and Cousin Susie's over here talking about her latest cookbook that she just bought at the Goodwill. Like, I'm thankful for you because I'm sitting at the table. You contributed something to this <laughs> meal. You know that I'm thankful for you, but like- we don't have to like, let's all hold hands and let's kumbaya.
1: Well, Bob's weird because he spells his name backwards. I don't care if he is family. He's weird.
0: <laughs> Listen, Hold on. Pause the Thanksgiving talk for a second. Okay. You just said that. It triggered something in my head. This is that spaghetti and waffle brain we were talking about a couple episodes oh, back. Oh, the noodle. Well, my husband first moved to the States. He had a neighbor that moved out of their house. And left a cat and some kittens. Oh, nice. I I don't know if it was intentional. I don't know. He was, gosh, he moved to the States when he was nine. So he was probably 10, 11 years old when this happened. Okay. And he broke into the house and rescued the cats.
1: Lucas broke in. Yeah,
0: Lucas broke in. Okay. Lucas went into the house. He rescued the cats. His dad helped him get homes for all the cats. And Lucas convinced him, let me have this one kitten. Right. It was this beautiful, chunky Black cat. He still had this cat when we started dating. You know what this cat's name was? Bob. Bob. (laughs) Specifically. (laughs) Because you could spell it backwards and forwards. No way. It was Bob the cat.
1: What do they call that kind of word that's the same spelled forward and backwards?
0: Oh, that's a big word that I don't... It's
1: not anagram. Uh I don't know. I can't recall. I know there's a word for phineogram? it.
0: Phineagram? There's a, there's a no, it's
1: not term for it. No, that's it'll something. Come, it'll come to us. No, that's a uh, sickness you put ointment on to get rid no, of.
0: A <laughs> Oh, <my God>. Ooh. <laughs> That makes me itchy. No. They got
1: it. It's over the counter now. You don't have Ooh, to get no. a
0: prescription. <laughs> anyway, but you you said Bob spells his name backwards, and it made me think of Bob the cat.
1: Well, did he have a bobtail? Did that? No,
0: he had a long no. tail. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a chunky black cat. He was so sweet.
1: Chunky black cat he was named a, Bob. He's
0: chunky black cat named Bob.
1: Okay. And he
0: had Bob until we moved in together. Really? And then Bob passed away about a year after we moved Aww. moved in together.
1: Sorry to hear that.
0: Well, he was a very old cat at that point. He was probably pushing 18.
1: Since you seem to have some sort of issue, minor as it may be, with the as you put it, kumbaya around the table. What say we do something just a little bit different, but still very much Thanksgiving oriented with this podcast episode?
0: I'm down. I'm digging it.
1: Okay. So, Thanksgiving, there's a turkey. Thanksgiving, there's other food items. Thanksgiving, there's typically football afterwards on a TV somewhere in the house. You cannot see the
0: face that I'm making, but (laughs) no. I'm just thinking of all
1: of the things related to Thanksgiving family gatherings, at least as we have experienced it.
0: No, 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 no. After the turkey and after that nice slice of pie at the end.
1: What kind of pie?
0: Any kind of pie. Whatever. What kind of pie tickles your fancy?
1: My fancy can be tickled by many types of pie. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just
0: saying. You find the <laughs> fluffiest blanket in the house. Oh. And you just burrow down like a happy little burrito and you just
1: <laughs> burrito's burrow?
0: Yeah. You gotta like tuck it in one side and tuck it in the other and then I you l- snuggle back into the couch.
1: I learned something new today.
0: Yeah, burrito's burrow. Oh. It's a whole thing. Listen.
1: Okay, well, how about this? Not
0: a burro burrito, which is a donkey that carries burritos. E-oh. But a burri- anyway, listen, but you, you tuck your blanket in, you get all snuggled down, and you just lay down well, let for me a ask- nice little snooze. Well, let me
1: ask you this then. We haven't done better because in a while. What's the better burrito? And because why?
0: The burro burrito. The burro that brings me burritos. <laughs> that's, that's the better burrito. You said it
1: couldn't be a burro burrito. No, I
0: said... The burrito burrows, not a burrow burrito. Like I was talking about you wrap yourself up and you burrow down in your blanket and you like a toasty little burrito, not a burrow burrito.
1: I say the best burrito is a big breakfast burrito because mm. it's an awesome way to start your day and you can eat it going down the road without making too big of a mess. If you're driving to work long distance like I do, you can have... Protein in there with the eggs. You can have the ooey gooey cheese. You can have, you know, different breakfast meat, sausage or chorizo or bacon. My vote best burrito, breakfast burrito. You could even do a Thanksgiving breakfast burrito. What
0: are you putting in a Thanksgiving breakfast burrito? You could have the
1: leftover spiral sliced ham. You could have some of the dressing in there with a little cranberry sauce. Oh, yes, it would be awesome. You could. You, that sounds well,
0: more like a breakfast pot pie.
1: <laughs> well, potato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> what better burrito would you say?
0: I'm still going to go burrow burrito. I want the burro that brings me burritos.
1: I don't think that exists There's yet. got
0: to be. In all the Hispanic and Spanish-speaking countries... That we have in the world. You're telling me that they don't have a burro burrito out in Texas? I'm willing to bet that in Texas or Arizona, there is a man with a burro that delivers burritos.
1: There may be. I've just not heard of it.
0: Uh, Well.
1: But what is in the burrito if it's a better burrito?
0: Whatever your heart desires. It's just automatically better because the burro brings it to you.
1: If the burro brought me a Thanksgiving burrito, would that be okay with you?
0: That would be fine because it's just, it's automatically better.
1: With giblet gravy?
0: I'm just saying, the burro burrito is always better because the burro brings you the burrito.
1: Okay. I see your logic.
0: It's like if a llama somewhat. brought you coffee, the coffee's automatically better because the llama brought you coffee.
1: Is that a thing?
0: Probably they you can have llamas show up to your wedding now and have drinks with you, so yeah.
1: I've seen goat yoga, I've not seen lava, Lava? (laughs) llama, llama, lava.
0: (laughs) I hope there's not lava. I was trying
1: to say Java, llama Java.
0: No, listen, listen. it's a thing now because I looked into it for our wedding and there just wasn't like a a Georgia branch of it yet. Right. But you can rent llamas. They will don fancy outfits and they will show up at your wedding or any event that you have. It's fantastic. We just went to a llama festival this past weekend.
1: Can you get a Java llama in pajamas?
0: You know what? I bet you you could.
1: Enough money, you could do anything.
0: (laughs) They were selling coffee at the llama festival with pajamas. You know what? I don't know if any of the llamas were wearing pajamas.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe the people can. There were some
0: wearing fancy hats. Like one had a sequined hat and he gave me kisses. It was delightful. (laughs) I don't remember his name. It was very long. It was French too. It was really weird. It
1: was not Bob. (laughs) It was
0: not Bob. (laughs) It was not Bob. Okay. Bob the llama did not exist.
1: So, where I was trying to go a few moments ago, is trying to do something Thanksgiving-related in this podcast, but not the expected. And I think we've pretty much gone off the rails of the Furrow things burritos and unexpected. java llamas. But <laughs> one thing that I thought about that pretty much happens to some degree or another with every Thanksgiving that I can recall, road trip.
0: So you say road trip. Mm-hmm. And I think going to different states or making a significantly long trip.
1: Yeah. I mean, road trips can be varied in length in my mind, at least. But I mean, for the most part, whenever we would have Thanksgiving growing up, we would have to travel some distance. Could be across town, could be an hour and a half across state or something like that.
0: It was usually across state growing well, yeah. up. But,
1: you know, the conversations that happened in the car, the songs we sang along to.
0: It was not a Thanksgiving road trip if Don't Stop Believing was not played.
1: Well, you know, Thanksgiving has nothing to do with the smell of wine and cheap perfume, but somehow it always
0: <laughs> Listen, seemed
1: to be on the radio. You
0: we're not screaming Don't Stop Believing lyrics at the top of your lungs in Atlanta traffic. It was not Thanksgiving.
1: I at, would agree with in, that. Growing up. that I would agree with that. That, that is that, one
0: that. memory that I have.
1: But I'm trying to think back to when I was really young. I mean, road trips were just a part of holiday festivities to get to where the family was gathering. It would be an aunt's or an uncle's or a grandparent or something like that. But The journey getting to the destination was just as special as what happened at the destination, at least for me. And that makes me think about, you know, other parts of road trips like my mom. She taught me how to play a game that I taught you and your sister. Slapgrass.
0: I'm about to feel really lame because mom used to always take us to the bookstore on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and I was allowed to pick out a brand new chapter book that I read on the drive on Thanksgiving day.
1: When we would go down to my great-grandmother's house out in the country, long, straight stretches of two lane Road.
0: Down in the backwoods.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, sort (laughs) of. The grass would grow up kind of tall on the side of the road, and I would be in the passenger seat. And I would roll down the window, and I would beg mom to ease her car over to the side of the road as she was driving, just enough for me to reach my arm out and have that tall grass hit the palm of my hand. Really cool game, I thought. I called it- <laughs> can, sl- can
0: you tell that we grew up in the South?
1: <laughs> I called it slapgrass, because that's what I was doing. And it was fun, until it wasn't grass, and it was like sawbriars. <laughs> And then the game was over. But, you know, as a kid in those days, early 70s, mid 70s or so, there were lots of things that we did as kids. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. After the Thanksgiving meal, the kids were shunned Mm -hmm. to the yard and we would go out there and play really fun games like lawn darts on a slip and slide. No,
0: (laughs) absolutely not.
1: Yes. Jumping off of the utility building with an umbrella. That was so much fun. No. We, then we would go right around the block on a tailgate of a pickup truck. It was fun. You know, these things would get you arrested if, <laughs> these days if you <laughs> allowed your kids to do a much less participated along with that.
0: Listen, when we would go to Graham's house as a kid- She had that big old—is it like a propane tank that she has in her backyard?
1: Yes, natural gas tank in the backyard. We
0: would climb on top of that, Mm -hmm. like the dumb little children that we were, Mm -hmm. and we would pretend that it was a horse. And we would we would get lassos out of random rope that we found in her yard, and we would try Mm -hmm. to. The girls would climb on top of it and try to lasso the boys, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) can you tell we grew up in the south?
1: (laughs) I would imagine they do stuff like that in other areas of the country. Maybe our listeners can enlighten us on that. But, you know, the road trip still, it was just so much fun. Like you said, singing the songs that, that seemed to be on the radio every year for some reason, playing games like slapgrass was a, a big memory for me. My mom's big blue Plymouth Fury 3, I think it was. That land yacht, I wished I had it today. It was amazing. <laughs> she traded it for a Chrysler Cordoba with rich Corinthian leather.
0: Why did you go Russian? <laughs> it
1: wasn't Russian. That,
0: that, that sounded you'll very ha- you'll Russian. You'll have to right get there. on
1: YouTube, Ricardo Montalban, who was on Fantasy Island. He was a spokesperson for Chrysler for the Chrysler Cordoba, And I'm not pronouncing it the same way he did, Listen, but it's my you, best you, effort. You're
0: getting very Russian <laughs> on me.
1: And he would sit in the Chrysler Cordoba, and he would touch the rich Corinthian leather. And it was, you'll. <sighs> God. YouTube it, and you'll see. I'll,
0: I'll watch it later. I promise.
1: And she had one of those. She traded the the, the uh, Plymouth Fury for the Chrysler Cordoba.
0: See, listen, you said that she taught you slapgrass.
1: Well, we learned it together.
0: Okay. You taught us a different game. We learned slapgrass as a kid. Right. You taught us a different game. Oh, dear. whistle pig. <laughs> uh, I may have mentioned this before. I don't know if I have or not. When my husband and I first got together, he thought that I had driving Tourette's. <laughs> Because we'd be going down the road, I'd be mid-conversation just like I am with you now with Whistlepig, and then I'd go right back into conversation. It took him two years. Two years of us being t- – he never questioned <laughs> it. One day we're driving down the side of the road, and he sees a groundhog pop up on the side of the road at the same time I call whistle pig and keep going. And he goes, is that what you've been doing? <laughs> I said, what? He said, for two years, I have wondered what on earth a whistle pig is. <coughs> I just thought you had driving turrets. Because you only do it when we're driving somewhere. I just thought it was. He's like, I just, you know, I promised that I would love you in sickness and in health. And I thought this was in one of those in sicknesses parts. And I'm like.
1: Driving turrets.
0: He thought I had driving (laughs) turrets.
1: That's a thing.
0: I don't I don't think
1: so. Well, I mean it's kind of like a version of I spy, but I mean
0: but, yeah. listen, it has saved his butt on more than one occasion because it doesn't just apply to groundhogs. Okay. It applies to deer, to cats. A deer's
1: not a whistle pig. No,
0: but you go deer and then he slows okay. the car down and he doesn't hit the deer. I
1: see what you're saying. So
0: it applies cats, squirrels, vultures, random people on the side of the road that decide to wear all black at night when you're driving down the road. I hate those people. <laughs> I hate those. They scare me to half to death.
1: Hate is such a strong word. I
0: hate those people. <laughs> if you're going to be walking at night, don't wear all black.
1: Yeah, you kind of got a point there. I mean, it's it's I guess nocturnal camouflage or something. Yeah, just
0: don't don't do it.
1: Just stay off the side of the road with the whistle pigs. And <laughs> it...
0: <laughs> possum. That's what I like. That's what I want to possum.
1: Possum. You
0: got to say it just like that, though. You can't be like, "Oh, there's a possum." Possum.
1: So when I was younger and my grandfather had a late 70s, I think it was like a 78 model, Chrysler, New Yorker, big land yacht. And we would have to travel to South Georgia for, I think it was for Thanksgiving, if my memory serves me. We had family that lived down there. They owned a peanut farm. Interesting. Yes. And we would travel down there. Well, of course, we had the land yacht packed up. He had him a Chrysler as big as a whale, and it was we wasn't heading down to the love shack. we was heading down to the peanut farm. I
0: mean,
1: <laughs> it they, seats about 20.
0: Listen, they're interchangeable at this point.
1: <laughs> well, his Chrysler was as big as a whale, and it did seat about 20, but guess where my seat was. In the back? In the back window. It had oh, that it's one of deck cars. No. behind the back seat oh, that was kid. big enough for me. I had a small throw pillow and a little crocheted afghan that my grandmother made. Listen. And Billy get up in the back window and I would sleep in that back window. It was amazing. Listen,
0: I understand that that was the normal thing to do, that seatbelts weren't really a thing. I get it. It was a different time. But do you know how much anxiety that gives me? Oh, to think about my poor child climbing up in the back window and driving any, oh, that gives me anxiety. I used to get in the trunk of cars and hide in the trunk of cars. (laughs) Listen, we went to Whitewater one time. Do you remember Nicole? Nicole used to take us to Whitewater every summer? Yes. There was one time she piled a bunch of us kids in the car. And you remember Jordan? Yes. Okay. There was not enough room for all of us in the car, but we had already purchased. Jordan and I sat in the trunk. Whitewater used to do your parking pass by how many people were in your car. She would pile us under blankets and we would have to lay still and hold our breath so that when the guy came and looked through the car, That's wrong. she was t- <laughs> She hey, That's listen, wrong. we got into Whitewater and it was a good time.
1: That's wrong. Listen,
0: Nicole paid for us to go to Whitewater. I did whatever that woman asked me to do.
1: Yeah, when she pulled up to the entrance and the car was popping a wheelie because <laughs> there were so many kids piled in the trunk. It was just
0: me and Jordan in the trunk. Oh, okay. I think there was... I think there was like six of us that went that year. Okay. And so the four ki- there were four other kids that were compressed into the back seat, and then Jordan and I were hiding under blankets in the trunk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's one of my greatest memories in I life. I never knew this. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise!
1: I am surprised. Awesome. No. <laughs> Whistle pick. <laughs> Is that what you said when she opened the trunk?
0: Whistle pick. <laughs> I went, did we get in? And she goes, yeah, get out of the trunk now. <laughs>
1: I never, ever Mm -hmm. knew that. So for me, over the years of growing up, the road trip, whether it was going to South Georgia in the back window of my granddad's big as a whale Chrysler New Yorker, (laughs) or playing slapgrass with mom as we were going to my great grandmother's house to visit her.
0: Was it down on the bayou? Oh, no.
1: No. We don't
0: have bayous in Georgia. What do we have? Swamps. That's what I'm thinking.
1: No, she did not live near a swamp, but yes, we have those. You're talking about like the Okefenokee Swamp in South Georgia?
0: I didn't know if that's where the peanut farm was.
1: No, it it wasn't that far south. Oh, okay. I guess it would have had to have been in a floodplain of some sort to have that fertile of soil to grow the peanuts in, but I don't know. Hmm. Regardless of what we did for Thanksgiving, there always seemed to be some form of a road trip. And so that's something that, you know, brings me lots of fond memories, riding with family members that, you know, they're no longer with us now, but they're, they're still in our memories. Riding to different destinations, you know, one one year you may go to great-grandmothers, one year you may go to Cousin Bob's and hear about the stock market. Or, no. <laughs> but it was always a part of Thanksgiving. So I'm interested to hear what our listeners think about maybe some of their road trips, if they were enjoyable, if they were maybe not so. Enjoy- maybe people don't like car rides and it's a little torturous to them to have to ride long distances. Then to you're
0: doing it wrong.
1: How would they be able to do it right?
0: You got to find what works for you. Like my husband and I take a road trip to St. Augustine mm-hmm. at least twice a year. Mm-hmm. We have not a pattern, not a theme. What is the word I'm looking for? Not a schedule, a tradition. I think that's the word I'm looking for is tradition. We have a tradition of how our road trip to St. Augustine. We've goes. only
1: used that word 42 times so far in this episode.
0: Listen, I'm pregnant. My brain. I knew work. that was what you were going to say.
1: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it.
0: Listen, it's fine. Look, I'm almost in the. I'm in the third trimester. It's fine. <sighs> I'm there. It's fine. I knew it. She's she's sucking every last brain cell I got. <laughs> <laughs> listen, but we have a like a way that we like our road trips to go mm-hmm. okay we find typically it's a podcast maybe mm-hmm. next time it'll be this podcast Who knows? Mm-hmm. we typically find a podcast that we can binge listen to because it's about a six to seven hour drive okay we leave at like four o'clock in the morning okay because we want to get through atlanta before the nasty traffic mm-hmm. we stop in warner robbins Do you know what's in Warner Robins?
1: The aircraft museum.
0: No, that's not why we stopped. But it's there. It's better than the aircraft museum. Okay. Bucky's.
1: They have one in Warner Robins. They
0: have one in Warner Robins. It was the first one in Georgia. As a matter of fact, yep. So we. I have not
1: been to one yet.
0: Oh, you're missing out.
1: Can we do Thanksgiving at Bucky's? Let's go. Can we do that? Let's go. Tell all the family to meet us at Bucky's for Thanksgiving. Do they have turkey there?
0: No, they have brisket. (sighs) (laughs) They got brisket and beaver nuts. Let's go.
1: The Lord will forgive me.
0: So we stop at Bucky's, we do a breakfast at Bucky's. It's great, it's wonderful. And then we continue on our way down. We look at all of the, you know, massive Jesus billboards that are mm-hmm. there as you enter into Florida along with all of the adult superstore billboards that yeah, are this, right there behind it. It's, it's really kind of an odd
1: mix, isn't it?
0: And then we always when we pass through Tifton, Georgia, we always talk about the Terra Grinstead case because our first road trip to St. Augustine, we listened to the Tara Grinstead case. Mm-hmm. And then we always get to St. Augustine right about lunch, right? You can't check into your hotel before three, but they let us park our car. Okay. So then we walk to our favorite Creole restaurant Mm. in St. Augustine. And that's how we do our road trips.
1: There's a Creole restaurant in St. Augustine. It is
0: delicious. It's called Harry's. Oh, When I tell you that we planned our entire honeymoon around this restaurant, I wish I was lying. (laughs)
1: So, whether you're taking a road trip yourself tomorrow, or maybe you're doing it today, getting a a head start on your Thanksgiving journey, or maybe you're staying at home and people are traveling to see you.
0: That sounds wonderful. Doesn't it, though? Sounds so good.
1: See, I think it's a trade off, though, because if you travel, typically you don't have to clean up afterwards. You can just get in the car and leave. But if you don't do the traveling and you do the hosting, you don't get to get in the car and leave. Well, I guess you could, but I mean- <laughs> yeah,
0: good luck with that.
1: The mess will still be waiting for you when you get home. So I, I guess that's kind of the swap out.
0: I don't know. I feel like if you're doing the big traveling, you shouldn't have to supply the food. I feel like everybody should pitch in to help clean up at the end.
1: So they make the food, you bring the appetite. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that I bring that works? the fun. Oh, And so we hope someone brings the fun to you, or maybe you bring the fun to them for Thanksgiving tomorrow. However it occurs, we just hope that you enjoy it. And we thank you for letting us be a part of your day before Thanksgiving festivities.
0: And maybe you can bring up our podcast and tell all of your family and friends about our podcast.
1: Thanksgiving is all about sharing. So yes, you could share share us. Yes, please. We're
0: already at the dinner table. Right. Share us.
1: We have sweet tea.
0: Sharing's caring.
1: It's cold.
0: We'll have turkey specifically tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Burrito burrows.
0: <laughs> that turkey recipe I gave you a couple episodes back. Amazing! It's gonna be here tomorrow.
1: I'm so excited I'm about that.
0: Pumped? Are you pumped? I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm so excited about
1: pineapple turkey.
0: About Puerto Rican turkey, baby. Puerto Rican I'm pineapple so turkey. Excited.
1: Wow. Well, thank you again for letting us be a part of your Thanksgiving day or day before whenever you're listening to us. And we want to encourage you to come back next week because we've got a really cool episode coming your way. We've been kind of mulling it over in our minds.
0: Not mulling spices.
1: Is that a thing? Yeah. You mull spices?
0: Yeah. You put it in like wine and stuff and makes like a nice little cocktail. I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. They talk about it on Holiday Baking Championship a lot.
1: Mulling spices? Mulling spices, yeah. Really?
0: M-U-L-L-I-N-G. Mulling spices. I
1: just learned something totally new today. But something else that would go great with road trips, song lyrics, and movie quotes.
0: Ooh.
1: Are you more prone to quoting song lyrics or movie quotes
0: me personally in
1: just a random conversation would you pull up a movie quote or a song lyric
0: probably most likely movies
1: see i'm the opposite it's a song lyric
0: it's a generation thing
1: i had a lady today at work someone do some um correcting of phone extensions in our office phones okay and the button that was labeled bill on her phone
0: Did not ring Bill.
1: Did not ring Bill. It rang someone else. And so she came to my door and she said, nobody answered when I pushed your name. Oh, Lord. Immediately, my mind went to nobody answers when I call your name.
0: How did I know you were going to sing?
1: Vince Gill was there. And I have not been able to get that song out of my head all day. So, you may be a movie quote person. For me, it's mostly song lyrics. And now that song will be stuck in my head after we stop recording. (laughs) On into tomorrow, I may be sitting at the Thanksgiving dinner table, listening to family members say, Bill, enough.
0: I'm going to be throwing mashed potatoes at you if you keep (laughs) singing that.
1: Join us next week for another
0: Dinner Table Discussion. Thanks for joining us for another Dinner Table Discussion. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your family and friends, post about it on social media, and think about leaving us a five-star rating or a review.
1: We'd love to get your feedback on today's episode and maybe some suggestions on future topics. Feel free to email us at dtdpodcasts at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram as well both are at dinner table discussions podcast.
0: We'll see you next week with a cold glass of iced tea for another dinner table discussion.